0: What is going on, guys? Welcome back to Sports News and Brews. It's your boy John Harris, your host, aka the Hancho. We got some good topics that we are going to cover today. Alright, people are going absolutely crazy over this NBA free agency, man. They think the Warriors have ruined the NBA. Oh my god, it's over, man. I can't watch anymore. Relax, people. Calm. Down, I'm gonna explain in a little bit why you guys can relax in the worries. Yes, they're scary right now, but just just hold on a bit, alright? It's it's not over yet. Okay? But we gotta talk about a crazy polarizing shifting move a shifting move here by LeBron James, man, and and why the, what this means for LeBron's legacy, why he chose LA in my opinion, and and you know what what's gonna happen moving forward in the West and in the East. Alright, we're gonna go over all those things. Carmelo Anthony, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant. It's another topic nobody's really talking about right now, but it's it's going to get a little, it's going to get a little scary in a little bit, okay? Uh, and then towards the end of the segment, guys, um, we're going to talk a little bit about that Scorpion album, that Drake album, for you, you guys, you music fans out there. And what, what, you know, my little review on that Drake album. I got a plan in the background right now. I got, I, I'm upset playing because you guys are so upset about the free agency, the Warriors, blah, blah, blah. Let's get into this, man. Okay, first of all, let's cover LeBron James. That's the biggest topic right now in, in NBA, regardless of the Boogie Cousins move by the Warriors. I knew LeBron, first of all, was going to go to the Lakers because why the hell would you go back to the, the Cavaliers in Cleveland? Why are you going there again? Why would you do that? It didn't make sense to me. That whole franchise is in disarray. You got um, Dan Gilbert, who LeBron doesn't even like. Okay, LeBron doesn't like him. Let's just keep that real. He only went back to Cleveland in the first place because he wanted to fulfill a promise to his fans that he was going to win a championship in Cleveland. And he did that. So why would you go back? Anyway. You know, him and Ty Lue never really clicked like that, in my opinion. It just didn't seem like they were in sync. seemed like LeBron was doing more of the coaching in my eyes, like when when, when things got real. Okay? Um, and then that bonehead move by J- Jr. was just the icing on the cake. Like, bro, I'm getting the hell out of here, bro. I think that's when he made the decision, to be honest with you. Nah, I mean, he was still playing, but you know what I mean. That was a big deal, man. I mean, jeez. But the options for him were far better basketball-wise and just lifestyle-wise and other places. Basketball-wise, he could have went to Houston. You know, probably would have won a championship right away. Um, he could have went to Philly, coming back out of the East, going back to another uh, Finals with a better chance to win. Um, and then, of course, you had LA, which was one of his options, obviously. And as far as basketball, is that his best option right now? I would say. I wouldn't say it's his best option to win right now. But people are saying LeBron went to the L- the Lakers and he's never going to win another championship. I don't know why he went there. Relax. He's probably going to have a chance to win another championship. Okay? And I'm going to explain why. Number one is the reason why you guys are all saying this. And I'll jump right into the Warriors right now. Why not? Let's just jump right on into that. Because you guys are saying they, they ruin the NBA. Okay? This is disgusting. By the way, the ratings are fine. I believe the finals ratings went up 7%. OK, the the Warriors signed Boogie Cousins, who's not going to play half the season reportedly. And then even when he comes back, they're going to probably win the championship. OK, but we all watch predictable things. We watch movies based on true stories that we already know. We watch action films and we know the endings. We watch films that are based off of books and comics. We watch things that we, we know what's going to happen, but we're entertained by it. So you're going to watch the league. You're going to watch the NBA because you like basketball. And we're never going to see a team this good ever again. Because this has never even happened before. We never had five all-stars who were going to start on the same team. It's never happened. This is really exciting. I'm sorry it's good for basketball that we have somebody, a team like this, who is going to entertain us at this level. They play basketball beautifully. Now, it's not going to be competitive in as far as, like, the cohesiveness, the cohesiveness of a competitive battle at the end of the, at the end of the, in the finals, but it's okay because it's not going to last forever. And dominance is fun to watch, as much as you want to hate on it. Dominance is fun. We've been watching the Patriots do it for how long? We watched the Spurs do it for how long? We watched the Lakers and the Celtics do it for how long? He's, the Bulls in the nineties. We've seen this story before. Anyway, after the. The Warriors win this championship unless they have multiple injuries. You know, they're going to have to lose at least two key guys. Steph plus one or Durant plus one for them to even have a chance to lose. But after this season, guys, things are going to get really real because Klay Thompson's going to be a free agent. And he's probably, you know, does he want a max deal? I mean, it sounds good to say you're going to take a pay cut. But he has the opportunity to go to L.A. His dad works for L.A. His dad played for L.A. He has a, um, a friendship with Magic Johnson. They know each other because of his dad. And then you can go play with LeBron. And Clay is not a guy that likes the spotlight. You know what I'm saying? Clay's not a guy who needs to be in the spotlight. He doesn't need to be the number one guy. As we see, he's happy in uh, with Golden State. But now it's going to turn into money. You know, things people got to get paid, man. These guys work hard. Um... And if, if KD was going to stay long-term, definitely, why are you signing a 1-plus-1? One one? Oh, well, bro, you want to take a pay cut. How many times are you going to take a pay cut, bro? Come on now, eventually you're going to want to get that max deal. And if you really wanted to be in, in Golden State that long, they would have made it happen. Pay cut or not, they're making that happen. Trust and believe that. So, KD's not a lot to in. Draymond even threatened that the Warriors could potentially break up, you know, if, if things get weird with contracts. And then you know they might be able to keep Boogie, Steph, and Draymond if if Clay and Durant leave, which will still be a good team. But guys, it's this ain't gonna last forever, okay? And I I like the Warriors. Steph Curry's my favorite player, but this ain't gonna last forever. It is what it is. They're gonna win their third in a row, and after that, things are gonna get funny. Now you got LeBron in LA. Who knows that they have young pieces first of all, okay? And next summer is big, man. They could sign an All-Star next summer. They could go after Damian Lillard. They could get Klay Thompson. Okay? And then things get really interesting. And L.A. will have a chance to win a championship, which is what I was telling you guys at the beginning of the segment, who freaked out that, oh, uh, LeBron, he doesn't want to win any more championships. This This isn't for this year. He signed four years. Okay? And he's in great shape. He'll be good for four more years. He's got another chance to win a championship. Okay? So calm down, LeBron fans. He has a chance. Relax. Okay? Um, and then, you know, we're going into a couple smaller subjects. Um, you know, as we move forward. here. Let me take a sip of water, man. Listen to that Jersey Drake for a second. And okay, so we're going to get into... Uh, Carmelo stories here. The rumors going on. That I guess it's kind of official. That I think Thunder are reporting that they're going to part ways uh, with Carmelo Anthony, which I think is good on both parties. He doesn't really fit their style of basketball. Um, you know, he he has that twenty million coming his way this year, so he did take that player option to stay to get his money. I don't blame him. I would have did the same thing, man. He needs that bread because he's not going to get paid big time like he used to at this point in his career, especially the way he played last year. So look for him to either, I think, go to L.A. or Houston. I can see either one happening. I think it's a 50-50 shot right now. And I think um, he'd probably be better off in L.A., a little less pressure right now, and I don't think he has to play as much. And then if he goes to Houston, you know he's going to just take Trevor Ariza's spot as a spot-up shooter, which I think will fit him well, especially playing with an ISO guy like um, uh, James Harden, who is now the MVP. Congrats to him. Um, so he's gonna have, you know, a good. I think he fits well there, especially with CP3, who's actually closer with CP3 apparently than he is with LeBron. So he, I think you go either way. Honestly, 50-50. Whatever team pushes harder, but I can see either one working. I would like him to be in Houston to get a chance to win a chip. Um, but yeah, man. And from the Eastern standpoint, and we're all we're all forgetting about how competitive. The Eastern Conference is about to be. Like, we have what? The the Celtics are the front runners, of course. And you got the Raptors, the Sixers, the Wizards, the Pacers. Even the Heat were pretty good last year. Um, and depending on the moves, you can see some other teams rise up as well. Like the Bucks, for example. You never know. But I think the East is going to be fun to watch. I think now Joel Embiid is the most dominant player in the East. But it just comes down to the fact that are they going to have enough? Is folks going to come back? and, and averaged about 15 points a game. You know, is is uh, Ben Simmons going to get a little bit of a jump shot going, man, as he moves forward as far as controlling the pace and passing and rebounding? He does great with that. But I think he's got to improve his, his options at the scoring end. But in beats, he's the most dominant player out there, I think, right now. You got Giannis, Kyrie. Kyrie and, and Gordon Hayward are coming back as well. Even without them, they almost went to the finals, and they only didn't. Because LeBron was there. But he's not there anymore. So the East is going to be super competitive, man. And I don't even think that the the Celtics would get destroyed by the Warriors, to be honest with you. I think they're, the, they're a team that's built to be competitive against the Warriors. I'm not saying they're going to win. But I think they can go about six games. You know what I mean? So, especially with Kyrie, man. Nobody on that team stopping Kyrie. Keep that real. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of good things are happening in the NBA, man. And I think... The storylines are really fun. The Warriors are a great villain right now for the NBA, and in the, any publicity is good pub- publicity. Like it could be, oh well, it's ruining the league. It's not because you're talking about the league. You're gonna watch it. You're gonna watch to see what happens, just in case they lose. <laughs> but I'm not it's just, even if it's that. But just to watch the how good they play together, man. Like it's just it's just fun to watch that. Every sport has their dominant teams, man. Maybe not to this extent, but it's going to be fun to see how much they can do, especially this year. I mean, hey. So yeah, everybody, NBA fans, relax. Those are some big topics I wanted to go over, man. And while we're here, while we're here, my friends, we're going to talk a little bit about that Drizzy Drake, that Scorpion, that Drizzy. Uh, At first, I'm not going to lie to y'all, I didn't love it at first. Um, Excuse me. I listened to it the first time, and I was like, dang, man, like, I feel like he's in a bad, he has some bad energy, um, he's not in a good space right now, he's really just responding to the Pusha T diss, and he's not really able to be himself, his normal self, but my boy talked to me, shout out to my boy Cam. he talked to me, and he said, man, sometimes people go through things in life, you know, you love this artist, and he's going through something right now, so he's, he's airing that out in his album, and you gotta respect that, and I said, you know what, you're right. You know, he can't always be turning up. He can't always be, you know, happy-go-lucky Drake. Sometimes things happen, man. So I sat down again and listened and listened deeper. I didn't just listen for bangers. I listened to hear what he was actually saying. I listened to see, you know, what the topics were about and and the subliminals. And it actually is a, a pretty good album. It's not my favorite Drake album, but it's up there. I might even have it in my top three if I think back. Um, I really loved If You're Reading This Is Too Late. I would, If I had to choose a Drake album to listen to forever, it'd probably be that one. And then you have What a Time to Be Alive was good, him, in the future. Um, Take Care is a classic, obviously. Everyone loves Take Care. And then this one's up there for me in the top three, probably. You know, if you had to break down just Drake projects alone. But yeah, man, some of my favorite songs on there. I love Can't Take a Joke. I love Mob Ties. I love uh, non stop. I love talk up with yep. Jay Z. Jay Z killed that man. The cool dynamic I think in in um, Drake and Jay Z songs when he features on Drake's albums is I think Drake sets him up to kill it. Like, Jay Z is the, is the headliner, obviously, and on anybody's song, even on a Drake song, because Drake's the biggest artist in the world right now. But when Jay Z's on a song, he just dominates that song. He's like a, almost like a LeBron type of person. Like LeBron goes to a team, he dominates the headlines on that team, regardless of who's there. It's LeBron's team, and I think with Jay Z, if he's on a song, he just his his cadence, his aura just dominates the song. So I think Drake sets him up and just does a really good song, and then Jay Z comes in and kills his verse lyrically and just what he's talking about is just deep. So I really like their dynamic together. It'd be really cool to see them do like a joint project. I don't think that's ever going to happen because they have had, I guess, like background stories that have conflicted. I don't know if it's like real beef, but I guess competitiveness, you know, of those two being two of the top rappers. So I don't know if they're going to do a joint project, but that would be really cool, actually, man. Um, but yeah, man, and then from the singing side, like final, the B side, I guess they're calling it. I like Fi- Final Fantasy. is pretty cool. Um, I like the End My Feelings song. That's blown up. The Michael Jackson John was I. Right. It, right. it was I. It was. I was hearing on a, a podcast earlier. They were talking. To, I think it was the Joe Budden podcast. He was like, he should just had the weekend on that John. I was like, eh, I can see that. I can see that. He didn't really need to have Michael Jackson on it. But I thought that was a decent song. I didn't really like the singing the singing songs this time around that much, but. You know it's great. You know you're gonna get that, and I think all all around it was a it was an album for everybody. He addressed everything going on in his life, which I think is really cool of him to do because he doesn't really have to do that. And um, it was all around. I give it a uh, from a grade a letter grade. I would give it a B plus. I give it a B plus. I think it was a good album. But anyway, guys, man, that's our topics for the day: sports news and brews. Is your host, again, thank you guys, John Harris, a.k.a. The Show. Thank you for listening, man. Follow me on Twitter also if you get a chance. Uh, That underscore dude underscore John. So that dude John, but the dude has two U's. You like umbrella. (laughs) So that underscore dude underscore John. Yo, thanks for listening, guys. Sports News and Brews, I'm out of here.